it's also like, like we're all resident farmers more than we're really weed farmers when it comes down to it. And so if you get a plant that produces, uh, you know, 20 grams of resin for every square foot or whatever, and you come down to it, you start figuring it out. But the plant. Yeah, yeah, and, and other things just besides the cannabinoids too. We have these terpenes now that we're looking for, and, and sensing the value of, of that product in and of itself. Um, so these are all things to take into consideration moving forward. Yeah, I think it's like uh, one of the one of the big changes is when now we're growing we're growing resin. Now we're also. Uh, we're also not necessarily saying we have to go to full fruition. Like six weeks, you can get like a 10% reduction in weight when you have a two-week gap. Make sure to turn over that much faster. A lot of people, when they get a patient, in a way, are more jazzed by the fresher stuff anyway. Because when you give them the real stuff that's actually the most medicinal, they're like, oh, well, it's too tiring. <laughs> you give them stuff that's like six weeks, and it's all right. Especially the well, the juxtaposition right now uh, is either like fresh off the vine, the live resin, or cured for years and years. Uh, we just did a run. I see the fresh off the vine being a more obvious. Than oh, but the aged stuff has its appeal too. Yeah, I know. But, um, but it has no commercial, like the commercial value as far as the timing is hard. Yeah, it, it, it's there. You know, um, I mean, the aged stuff could amount to something that sat on the shelf too long and isn't selling his bud anymore. Right. Um, but uh, I just did a run with the Skunk Farm people uh, in Portland that it was a bunch of stuff that people have been giving me at shows over the years. They give me either from a gram to a hundred grams. I'll sample, I'll throw it in a suitcase. And uh, had it, it was average four years old and we did a run right on that. that suitcase everywhere. As a matter of fact, yeah, here I go. Uh, the, the person that ran this though, he came up with a great idea. He wants to call it the people's choice. There's like 20 cup winners in this. And it's age. Um, also, there was an interesting thing Bubble Man just posted recently about Breeder Steve gave him uh, some 10-year-old stuff and that ended up being red, but you see a nice, nice gold color in there. Sure, and how old is that? Uh, Four-year average, I think, on, on the bud. We're going to try some of that. It's got really nice flavor. Yeah, I had a I remember those. And, those uh, were those were really people cool. People still been popping them out in the last year, and they still had some turfs left in them. And, and people were able to get it back from Amsterdam in that yeah, form. No problem. <laughs> and uh, and that was what just a laminator, basically. Yeah, that was my my incredible laminator tech, you know. Which is, <laughs> The funny part about it was I didn't realize it, but every time I fucked up and squished it out the sides, it ended up. Oh I man! Used, I used a cardboard uh, sleeve and it would squish into the cardboard, and that was all rosin. Now yeah, I didn't yeah, you were like, you were ahead of the rosin like, game, man. I was all, oh, that stuff's fucked up. Well, fuck it. So I just keep throwing new shit into it. And by the time I was done with it, I was like, oh shit! And there was a few times that I did try it when I squeezed with a with just with a regular thing and put a torch on it and stuff, and I got this plastic. Weird shit came out of it. I was like, I feel like plastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, God damn it, it was rosin. I just was. Ahead of your time, man. I didn't realize it. I wasn't paying attention. That's the way. It was the difference between like 
victory. And, uh, but then the funny part was, I got Rosin to me was almost like dubstep music to me, where I didn't like it at first, but then I liked it, but then it kind of faded out real quick and it didn't last. You know what I mean? It's like, ah. Uh, it's just not so good anymore. Going back to the original. <laughs> you were the one who used to do the tricone challenge? Yeah, yeah, totally. At the, uh, what was that, the, the CIA? Huh? The CIA. Yeah, CIA. That was like, you know, that's what's interesting is that when we were doing those crazy things then, it, it, even nobody replicated it because it was so wacky. It was, it was like, who's going to sit around and like judge people on smoking hash? And, you know what I mean? It, it didn't make sense. I'm now just, it's like, you're going to see the whole next generation. I'm, I'm curious, do you still have the videos from that? I know you were videotaping. I do. They're on VHS and they're like triple, you know, bad generations and it's hard to tell. But it's funny, I have, you know, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, should digitize people. that, man, for posterity's sake. Like back in the day, it was like Woody was really worried because his wife actually came in and she was all. She was like, uh, you're not going to show this to anybody. It was like, where? There was no YouTube back then. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna, I don't know where to show this. And uh, all it really did was show that he took a really fucking good bond here. Like, he, he was one of the few people that like, took it properly, got up, gave me like, a victory. And I was like, all right, you did it right. And everyone else was like, the idea was to hurt you. I, I wanted you to cough. I wanted you to sneeze. I wanted you to not whatever. And then we would like, you're out. You're gone, man. I got to do Jason King, you know Jason King? Yeah. Okay, so Jason King's classic example because he's one of those people who's he's a pretty arrogant guy, right? He's a nice kid, but he's really arrogant and he's like, he's the best stoner in the world. He always was like that. And so right away I saw this and I was like, yeah, we'll give him a little extra, you know? We gave him a little extra and it was bubble hash, he never smoked it before. And the idea was he smoked a tenth of a gram and you had to do it in like, you could, you could take as long as you wanted getting it in, but then you had to hold it for 10 seconds and then you had to retain your composure for the rest of the day. So that meant like, it was easy to get it in, but it's hard to retain the composure. And you had to take another hit within 60 seconds? No, 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 it was just, it was just the one. But just the one, okay. It felt, it felt like two, it felt like two. But then the reality was, I had people like, you know, snot, like snot coming out. No editing, I just would like film you, then I filmed him, then I filmed him, then I filmed him, and I had like hours and hours of shit. <laughs> and you watch it and it would be like hilarious because it, for me the best part was recently, the last time I watched it was maybe four or five years ago when I was in Amsterdam, I found a tape of it. But it was actually the fact that I was listening to such good hip hop at that time, and every single time it would be like a new song. Oh, I like this song, you know what I mean? It was like, it was all that like 1995. Like LA hip hop shit, where it just started to be all it was all about legalizing weed. You know, yeah, you should pass those tapes on to somebody, digitize them just for posterity's sake. I, 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 I gotta work on it, that's for sure. And the thing is, it's uh, that whole time period was one of those things where it, it made it made it made the. Uh, like that. What else still has oh, There it goes. It's good if it, <laughs> hash is always good if it stays where you, <laughs> yeah. you flip it, you do whatever, pass the test. But uh, no, those days at CIA were really cool because, you know, we we kind of didn't realize what, what we were doing, but it was like imprinting on a lot of people. So people came sure. through and they came back to America and then they tried to replicate their own little CIA idea. And, it, and it's, it's literally like standing my open book. My open sword is Javon. And that was circa late 90s. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the Wolfmeister on. Cool, cool. Green Wolf. You might as well be Green Wolf, personally. See a, see a Green Wolf. 
I'm I'm pretty comfortable with Wolf. It was my grandpa's name. All right, we'll go for that. Well, thank you. Good to be here. It wasn't a long drive for nothing. I told, I told you to get on. I told you. I was like, don't you worry. We'll, we'll get you on the show. Well, no, it was just... This is not a rigid show. We have no rules. No, no one's scared. No one's going to be you know. Actually, here's something that's scare you. At the last show, last Canacon, I, this is something I've been wanting to talk to you about, but at the same time not want to talk to you about, because I don't want to get you all worked up, because I don't want you to know that there's... I, do you know there's a stalker out there about you? <laughs> do you know there's a stalker? No. Have you heard about it? No. <laughs> you sure? Um, yeah. There's a guy out there that says he's... He doesn't even say he's the real DJ uh, Shark, but he says you're not the real DJ Shark. Oh, right, right. No, there's a few of those. There's yeah. a few? Okay, so there's more than one. Well, anyway, I met this guy last year, and it was really interesting. I was at uh, the booth, the, the, the scene booth, uh -huh. and he came over and talked to uh, James and Caesar. Now he said, he said, oh, I see, uh, I see you think you know DJ Short. He's like, uh, I, he's like, oh, Adam just was on a panel with him the other day. And he goes, where, where? And he goes up to me, he goes, oh, you, so where were you with this fake DJ Short? And I said, well, what are you talking about? I was with DJ Short on a panel in California two days ago. I picked out, I even had a photo in my phone, I showed him to him, and he's like, that's not the real DJ Shark. That's what he said. I'm like, real? Because <laughs> you know I have a you know, radio show, I love to have a <laughs> <laughs> real DJ Shark stand-up show, because that sounds like a Warren Povich winner right there. Yeah, hell, I'd like to be. But this guy was pretty serious. Yeah. And he was saying that he, he said that he lived up in the woods. Like, you know what the funny part was? He never said he at first. He said there's a guy who lives up in the woods who... You stole all your genetics from, right? And you stole all, like, like the original originals, and, the name, and his name was DJ Short, and you took his name, right? And I was like, man, this must be a really long con, because I've known this guy for like 20 plus years, and so, and he's like, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. He did it in the beginning, and, and then later, he sent me a, an email, or a text, I can't remember, and he slipped up in the thing and he said I instead of that guy. Yeah, yeah. So I knew he'd be a demon. So, so I was hoping today that he was going to show himself that we're going to have a chance to suck him up into our world and be able to, to finally get this figured out. Hey, come on, the more the merrier. We're trying to get him to surface. I wanted him to hit the surf. I thought it was going to happen. I was all excited. I was like, if he sees me, my name and your name on the same thing, he's going to be there. He might be there tomorrow for the green panel. If he's the green panel, don't be surprised. If I all right. Up, I just say, all right, dude, this is it. This is your chance. You have a chance. He's right here. You can get him. Prove him wrong. But, but you don't know the exact guy I'm talking about. No. Kind of curly hair. No. A little skinny. A little wacky. No. <laughs> There's been a few. There's, there's, Has there's, there been a few? There's been a few. Is it most of the genetics or is the name DJ Short? Um, good question. I mean, just, just people... They just don't like that you stole that name. They're like, I'm the DJ Short. Well, the name came from... My I'm name is short. Daniel John. <laughs> And I go by DJ for short. Okay. So that's where the name came from. People might be getting that misconstrued with like an actual DJ. You know, like... Well, maybe, like, you know, it's funny is that James thought that you were too short, actually. Uh, <laughs> he thought his son out well, too yeah, short a, came out with his own scene line, and that was you. There's a DJ so short. You, he's like, that's definitely not too short. Like, he actually figured that out pretty good. There's somebody in baseball, a DJ short. Then there's a rapper, DJ Short E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a woman rapper in a wheelchair. 
wheelchair, and she's spinning somehow with her lips and a stick, and you know, hey, more power to her. Yeah, that's your, that's your nemesis? No, no, no. <laughs> hey, there's, there's room for all of us, man. Ah, you know, I think shorties, and we're not shorters. Shorties, shorties. Well, glad that you didn't feel, like you didn't actually steal this guy's genetics. I was, I was believing him for about four seconds. No, I did not. Believe, I didn't believe him at all because he was so crazy when he came to the booth. He was like, ah, he was like all over me, and I was like, dude, you are insane. And I had his email or whatever his message for a long time, and I was trying to like figure out the right time and place. I was like, man, if I could get, just, I was thinking maybe I got you on the show, and then I just sucked him in, and then you'd be like, oh, maybe you sideswipe me. Maybe he's from Oaxaca or Thailand. No, that's where all my genetics came from. No, Afghanistan. He said he was a wood. He said he was a backwoods Oregon guy. Like, mm. and he didn't want to come. He didn't want to be the front man. You became the front man, and then you stole it all from him. I, uh, I know the style. Okay. Yeah, and, I, and then I saw when he came to Amsterdam. He didn't tell me so. I know. I know. I knew those things. <laughs> no, no. It's, we're all victims in this world. This guy sounded crazy though, I tell you, he definitely was, uh, it was definitely one of those, it was one of those moments in time where I was like, it just has such a good title though, will the real DJ short please stand up, I mean, it really seems like a... Or like Spartacus. I Spartacus. Your biography title. Maybe he'll show up if I get busted. Oh, I'm DJ Short. It wasn't him. So, Wolfie. Yeah. Um, what happened with this? Well, tell me this, because, okay, I got a little, because I've been overwhelmed since I got here. I actually got to talk to Greg on the phone. Okay. Which was awesome. He confirmed 100% my thoughts, because I had uh, my friend JJ back in Amsterdam who owns an advanced hydroponics and advanced nutrients, and he... Uh, came with a variety called the Gordons back in the day. The Gordons, the Gordons, and it was one of the ones I asked you about. But I asked Greg McCap. McCallis. Yeah, Greg yeah. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Alright, and I talked to him, and he, he 100% confirmed. And it was interesting because without me talking to him, he told me the names I needed to hear, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. I, I hate it when I have to like pretend or hope that it is right. And it was these guys. Oh, that, that, that was another. That was different. Thing. But, um, I, I meant to tell you that if you got free time on Sunday, if you got an hour, we should go on a hurry. Yeah. The guy, the NL guy. Is it Howard? Or Howard? Nice. Another guy? Ah, Steve. I get overly confused. Okay. So many people. Her, her, okay. Steve Murphy yeah. is the guy that Herbie was working for. Oh, Herbie, Herbie. Herbie is the person that Greg took right. to Neville. Exactly. Yes. Herbie. See, that's funny because my, uh, my grandfather and my father are both named Herbie. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not called Herbie. And now I'm kind of bummed. And I'm like, man, I wish I was called Herbie, dude. That'd be so cool. So much cooler if I was named Herbie, right? How many Herbies do you have? Herbie Dunn, I mean, it sounds like a jazz player. It's a jazz player and a half. Right? Yeah, but I don't got on this already. A Herbie Dunn. Herbie Dunn. Herbie Dunn. You know? So, but it was funny. Like, 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 literally, I was so happy. I was like, oh, man, Adam's so much cooler than Herbie. But as a weed grower now, Herb was weed. I mean, come on. You can't, you can't get better. I almost got stuck with something serious, man. They were going to name me Dallas. 
Dallas, man. Dallas. Oh my god. TV show? I don't even know. My dad. I don't know what my dad was doing. Age? How old are you? Thirty. Huh? Thirty. Oh, you're young. <laughs> Dallas was gone by that time. The only thing Dallas has been around. Yeah, I, I just At least he looks like he's, yeah. looks like he's watching the yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got it under control. So, uh, everybody loves you on the show. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm Yeah, uh, that's actually going pretty well. We are uh, the Farmer in the Sky Radio. Farmer in the Sky? I have not. I don't get out much, so no, I haven't. Yeah. What was that one? Heard of it, I haven't. 